Hello, Internet. This is Ewan Spence, and yes, the insight calling as our Eurovision stars start to arrive in Liverpool. Coming up in this week's news, lights, cinema, and rehearsal. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Welcome once more to the ESE Insight News Podcast. What's been happening in the last seven days in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest? TLDR, people have been resting before it all kicks off next week. <laughs> we'll flesh that out just a little bit more. Uh, of course, we've got to remember those dates, 9th of May and 11th of May for the semi-finals. Uh, those of you who are going to be on the ground, then the day before is the jury uh, broadcast. Uh, not broadcast, it's recorded. You'll never see it, but it's important anyway because it gives everybody the backup tape production stuff. Uh, and it's the first time that an audience will get into the arena to see the shows. Those are happening, of course, on the 8th of May and the 10th of May for the semi-finals, Friday the 12th of May for the grand final, and then everybody gets to watch it on television on Saturday the 13th of May. Uh, for those of you who are going into Liverpool, a couple of warning flags. As always, keep an eye on your accommodation. Anybody trying to cancel and charge more or cancel and sell out again, do speak with your booking agents, be it booking.com, Expedia, or any of the other travel agencies there are still some unscrupulous people out there uh, more importantly though uh, two of the unions in the united kingdom have announced that there will be train strikes happening the weekend of the eurovision song contest one union is going to be striking on friday the 12th and then not offering to do anything more than contracted hours the day after which is saturday the 13th saturday the 13th of course the day of the grand final the second uh, union is going on strike then so effectively there are going to be incredibly limited services if any on friday the 12th and saturday the 13th going into liverpool and to be fair across much of the united kingdom as well sunday of course no strikes but all of those trains that should be in one place are probably going to be in another place so expect travel on sunday to be messy is probably a good word to use here. And of course, there, as you would expect, there's also engineering works happening on the two main arterial lines, the East Coast and the West Coast. So trains are going to be, yeah. So do consider your options. Um, car hire, um, taxis, buses. Uh, do think about that. Also think about the risk factor. Do you have to get to the airport? Can you stay another day? Uh, do you might just want to just get to Liverpool, um, from, get to Manchester and stay there for an extra night instead of staying in Liverpool? If you're planning, just have a look at what your options are. <laughs> This isn't, of course, going to impact everybody. It's only happening on those two days. So our delegations will be arriving in Liverpool over this weekend to start their rehearsal process. They get two chances to go on the stage and use that time however they will. Most of them like to do run-throughs, but there's also checking of props, camera tests and outfits and such like. Now, unlike previous years, the press do not have access to those. So we will get a little bit of an idea of what's happening from the official galleries and the TikToks and YouTube. YouTube's coming out of the official website. Uh, but we have had our good close look at the stage this week. Uh, it's less notable uh, for here's the stage, we've turned the lights on. Um, 
And yeah, you've kind of upstaged my line by showing everybody in all the news press what the stages look like. So me having these pictures, yeah, that doesn't mean anything now. Um, it's more notable for the fact that the lights were turned, turned on by the King and the Queen Consort of the United Kingdom, who are actively taking a role in the song contest. Uh, look, this is something no UK fan of the Eurovision Song Contest would have thought possible 18 months ago. So we're just going to go, wow, everybody loves our show. Um, and for those of you who are keeping track, there was a big red button uh, and the king managed to miss it and press the top of the table instead. So the UK is in safe hands with the Queen Consort. What else do we have going on? Uh, we have more details on the welcome party uh, that is happening on well, basically the Sunday before everything all kicks off for the public. Uh, so that's like a week and a couple of days from the recording of this podcast. The welcome party alongside the red carpet event, which is of course taking place on a sponsored blue shade carpet, has a number of Merseyside music names from the history of UK music, who presumably all now really, really like the song contest and want to be associated with it. Uh, people like the Lightning Seeds are in there, Atomic Kitten is in there, The Real Thing are in there, we have a reformed, potentially for one night only, who knows, Frankie goes to Hollywood going in there as well. Tickets uh, for the National Lottery Big Welcome Party. Um, as always, visit liverpool.co.uk is a great resource for tickets and links on these things as well. Uh, we have an official sponsor returning to the song contest. Idealista is back again. It's a luxury home and property app for renting and buying properties across Europe. Eurovision is a curious market to target with this, but I presume that there's maybe 1% or 2% of the audience who are able to afford a one-bedroom studio flat in central London when it's listed on one of these apps. Right, okay, uh, official website details. Probably worth pointing out here what's going on there because, as I said, that's where we're going to get our first look at the staging of each of the songs. All of the acts are going to be interviewed on a YouTube series called Be My Guest uh, with Rylan and Clara Ampho hosting. Uh, TikTok is providing the first look at the stages after the first rehearsal and after the second rehearsal there will be a TikTok streamed interview with each of the act from Ukraine commentator Timur Mirshenko. Uh, TikTok is also going to stream the grand final Which Half Will You Sing In? draw. Much like the semi-finals, the delegations draw top half and bottom half, and then the producers decide the most entertaining and practical running order out of that. You've also got an official podcast, website live blog, you've got the YouTube channel as well, and one of the fun things uh, on the YouTube channel, the Marcel Besançon Awards, hosted by Krista Bjorkman, are going to be live-streamed before the grand final. Previously, it was just a press release, um, or now we're actually getting it as a sort of precursor to the song contest as well. As for ESC Insight, we're going to be on the ground from next Sunday, the 7th of May. Daily podcasts are going to be featured in there. We have our usual spotters, guides, and guide to the songs of the contest. we got a bundle of articles and analysis. We will have interviews from Liverpool. There may be a few in-person surprises as well. It's now looking more likely than when I've hinted on it in previous podcasts, but give us another few days just to get everything locked down but certainly we will be on the ground if you want to do a meetup or anything uh, do get in touch twitter.com slash ese insight dms emails all the usual places on that next week of course with the rehearsals going on we're not doing rehearsal coverage uh because well 
because we can't see the rehearsals. You have the uh, the official viewpoints coming on there. So we're going to take you on a trip around the music of Liverpool because yes, we are going to mention the mop-topped Beatles. Let's reset the clock. Um, but there's more to the Merseyside music scene than just the Fab Four and Pete Best and Stuart Sutcliffe. So we're going to go and explore that next week as well, as well as getting everything ready for the contest and picking up some of those important details. Okay, um, country news, everybody's resting, everybody's travelling, then it gets manic. But, uh, yeah, yeah, there's not much here, it has to be said, so um, we might as well just go for bullet points here. Lord of the Lost, who are singing for Germany, have a gig going on at the Cavern Club, famous for all of their gigs with Billy J. Kramer and the Dakotas. There's more to Merseyside music, remember? Um, Ireland, uh, RTE has arranged cinema screenings of the song contest around the country, so that is literally check local listings for details. Um, there's lots of logistical details that have been mentioned. Uh, costumes have been teased on Instagram from some of the act. Delegations are pointing out that they're using UK dancers. Um, Sweden comprehensively won the OGAE fan poll with Lorenz tattooed, that does not come as a surprise either. But essentially, everybody is just in a little bit of calm before the storm. Right then, what have we got to look forward to? Well, it is rehearsals, so it could be busy under the hashtags Eurovision. Um, it might be relatively quiet, so it's you know, next week is just going to be check the hashtag. In terms of uh, ESC Insight, um, we have just posted a penultimate Jukebox Jury song review episode. The final one will be going up next week. Now, in previous years, it's always been we try and get that done before we all get to see the rehearsals. This year, the rehearsals aren't on and it's been running a little bit later as well because life. So um, it is come up next week once the rehearsals start, but We've already recorded it, so we're not going to be influenced by any of that. If you want to hear the regular 47-minute version, that's on the podcast. The specially extended one-hour version is 8pm on the podcast radio.co.uk. And also uh, from, not next week, but once we actually get on the ground with all the semi-finals, we will be putting them out every single day over at Radio 6 International as well, www.radio6.com. Uh, in terms of interview, our last one was with Anthony J. Brown, lyricist for uh, Blood and Glitter. Uh, this weekend, we will have an interview with the creator of the Edgar Allan Poe Museum. Unless you're one of our Patreon supporters, in which case you've already heard it. www.patreon.com slash Insight. Next week, we will also have an interview with Andrew Moffat, who does the No Outsiders education program. And the used to be one of the Schlager boys is now doing wonders uh, for representation and visibility of LGBTQ plus uh, in the education system, not just in the United Kingdom, but around the world as well. Why is Eurovision so special for that? That's coming up next week as well, as all of our look at the Mersey music scene. And yeah, just we've got stuff going on. Come to the website, see it. There's lots of stuff going on out there as well. Hashtag Eurovision um, will probably get you everything. The official hashtag, they're using United by Music. So you can search on that as well and just enjoy the content. Enjoy it. This is a wonderful time of year. We've all been waiting for it and it is over oh so quickly. 
If I see you in Liverpool, that'd be great. Do say hi. Wherever you are, stay safe to all our friends out there that we know and that we are still to meet. As I said, we'll probably meet a lot of you in Liverpool. But for now, be kind to each other. I'll say to play the guitars and speak to you soon. This week's ESC Tech News podcast was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team at ESC Insight. Find out more at www.escinsight.com and support us at patreon.com slash ESC Insight.